Welcome to Chapter 28 of the Kinsman Die Podcast, home of fantasy fiction based on Norse mythology that's written and read by me, Matt Bishop. In this podcast, I read my first novel, Kinsman Die, one chapter at a time. Every 10 chapters or so, I recap the key plot points and provide some insight into the myths I've referenced in the book, as well as some of the creative choices I've made along the way. Today, we're back with Odin for a very short interlude beside a tree. The last time we were with him, he agreed to let Vidar try to figure out why and how the Jotun attacked Halls. Let's do this. Chapter 28. Odin. Odin dismounted beside the tall, solitary tree on the outskirts of Arnheim's forest. Behind him, the long column of Einherar clattered to a halt. Wineskin in hand, Odin kneeled before the shrine at the tree's base. He brushed leaves and twigs from the rune stones, poured wine into the soil as an offering, and asked the local Disir for her protection. At a throaty call from high above in the darkening sky, he stood. A pair of winged shadows fell fast toward him. He raised his arms and caught them, grunting beneath the weight of thought and memory. Their talons dug in as they sidled up to perch on his shoulders. Sleipnir snorted indignantly at the ravens. Munin cackled at the mare and then turned, beak-clacking as she swallowed a strip of meat Odin dug from his bag. Oh, hush, he said, holding up more meat for both ravens. Anything? Feathers rustled as they shook their heads. Your son reports, Hugin replied. No enemy on the plains. Munin said, he rides into the town, from there into the mountains. It was good news and some progress. Thank you. Fly to my wife. Tell her we return victorious. And then, a rest for you both. Hugin launched himself into the air, fast as thought. Munin lingered a moment, and then followed her brother eastward toward Glodsheim. Long shadows stretched across the spreading land below the forest like stitching on a quilt, with hundreds of homesteads and villages sewn into it like buttons. The shimmering line of the silver ran a wandering line across the quilt, curled around the far hill's northern edge, and slipped out of view. Above that quilt, Gladsheim stood, its high walls built from the tall trees of the forest that had once covered the farmlands before them. He remembered the degrees by which he and his Asir had exposed the bare land. Young arms with broad axes felling old trees. Even as they had made peace with the Vanir, the first war with the Jotun had begun. And then those same arms had felled Jotun. What news, father? Balder asked. He sat his horse, hands resting on the saddle horn. Vidar sent word, he said, and waved for Sagalin to approach. When the hairseer had reined in beside him, he said, Hugin and Munin bring word from Vidar. He's found no trace of more Jotun on the plains around Halls. He now rides into what remains of the town, and from there into the mountains. Excellent news, sick father, Saglin said. Perhaps now my Einherar can return to Gladsheim. Undoubtedly, they'll just be in the way. Odin gave Saglin a stony look. In a quiet tone, he said, They are my Einherar, Herr Sir. They and you ride when and where I say. Is that clear? Of course, sick father. I meant nothing by... My son and I will ride the remaining leagues alone. You and the Einharar may gallop ahead. Freki and Gary have made sure your route is clear. Hugin and Munin will tell my wife that we will arrive soon. A black look wormed its way across Saglin's face so quickly that it was gone before he saluted. But it had been there. At once, Sigfather, the hair seer said. 
He sawed his horse's head around and rode back to the dismounted column of Ain Harar and relayed the order. Temper, temper, Sagland. He'd have to figure out exactly what gnawed at that man. Odin looked over at Balder, who was watching him closely. Once they're well on their way, Balder, I will include you in an old secret. And then I'm sure you'll wonder how many more I keep. Well, folks, that was chapter 28 of Kinsmen Die. I hope you enjoyed it. We were with Odin in this particular chapter as he kneeled beside a roadside shrine, spoke with his ravens, dealt with a grumpy Sagland, and was about to share a secret with his son Balder. This scene recalls the conversation between Balder and Vidar, and then Vidar and Odin, regarding a device found during the last war with the Jotun. There's a little world-building going on here, describing the lay of the land and how Gladsame sits on a hill, and no, it does not look like Minas Tirith. Next week, we'll be back with Frigg for a much longer chapter. Before then, if you have the time and inclination, please take a few moments to rate or review the podcast that provides valuable feedback for me and helps boost the show's visibility, as does sharing it. And if you're so inclined, shoot me an email at mattbishopwrites at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And as always, I'm going to read from the Havamal, the sayings of the High One. And also, as usual, I will be reading from Bellows and Larrington. Bellows, verse 28. Wise shall he seem who well can question, and also answer well. Naught is concealed that men may say among the sons of men. Larrington, verse 28. Wise he esteems himself who knows how to question and how to answer as well. The sons of men cannot keep secret what's going around about folk. For me, it's the last two verses in either translation that are problematic. They just don't seem to fit with the first two verses. The same held true after I looked at several other translations, none of which really made this particular stanza much more clear, at least, at least to me. And having done all that reading, I'm still not convinced that the first two lines and the second two lines really fit together at all. And without diving into the Old Norse itself, which wouldn't make much sense in an audio-only format, I'm going to content myself with reworking Bellows a little bit. Those who can question well and answer well seem wise. What people say while around others cannot be kept secret. Thanks for listening.